Well, welcome. Welcome to another dose of Caesar. It's currently um, 8.48 a.m. Yeah, I'm going to be late to school. Fuck it, right? Fuck it, had to podcast. I woke up this morning, and it's one of those days when when uh, you don't want to work out. And I just think of Jocko. If you don't know who Jocko Willink is, you should search him up. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Navy SEAL. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. Phenomenal Navy SEAL. All Navy SEALs are fucking badass. But this guy, um, his philosophy on when you don't want to work out came to my mind. I had a choice. I was at the gym already and I was meditating right before my workout. Something that I started doing two days ago and I think I'm going to continue. And and this voice in my head was like, Caesar, just don't work out, bro. You know, just today could be a rest day. We'll work out Saturday. Um, but for some reason, I, I said no. I said, fuck it. I'm going to work out. And I'm glad I did because I feel great right now. But... But anyway, Monday, I had my mindfulness class. hope I didn't talk about this already, but I had my mindfulness class, and I had this this weird realization. I was talking to, to my friend about it after class, and I actually talked to Daniel about it today. But I uh, this realization, um, there was a point um, about two semesters ago when, when I read a book called Spark. Uh, that book is about exercise, and more specifically, the effects of exercise on the brain. And the book presents an idea that physical exercise is necessary for certain chemicals to occur in your in your brain, right? And so it the idea is that physical exercise is not to get big or to get a better physique, but it is to balance out the chemicals in your brain so that you can have a better day and perform better. Now the physical the physical aspect of it, like what happens to your body, it, it's simply a, a side effect. After reading that book, it it said that I understood that not only at a conscious level, but it fi- it finally I finally understood it at a subconscious level where I was like, oh because sometimes you want you understand things in a conscious level but your subconscious is like and you know it because it's like you're not truly convinced you you are convinced because everyone else is convinced so you know it's a fact but to you it kind of doesn't set in it doesn't make sense really and, and at a deep level at a deep level you don't accept it so that's why you do things that you feel like you should do and you know you should do but it feels like a chore and at that point, exercise felt like that. But now, but after reading that book, it's as if all the barriers to exercise were lifted. And and I no longer struggled to get up in the morning and go to exercise. Because it wasn't about, I wasn't focusing on the physical um, side effects. I was focusing on the mental part. I was focusing on how I felt after and how I felt before, and how I felt on days that I didn't exercise. And and that's when I was liberated to, to the point where I could just exercise as much as I could. Now, I'm, I'm telling you this story because something similar happened to me on Monday. I'm taking this mindfulness class um, about meditation and self-compassion, which I've always known is something that is something that is uh, very important especially if you want to be successful. Why? Because I've studied 
uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, the Tim Ferriss podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, and they always have guests who are at the top of their field, whether they're um, athletes or billionaires or singers, you know, from all fields. And, and one of the biggest common things am- among all of them is that they all have some sort of mindfulness uh, practice, whether it's meditation or some sort of breathing technique, you know, before or after uh, sleep or they have a routine where they're being very mindful, cold exposure, like cold water exposure. And so um, I throughout my college career, I got it in my mind. I mean, even in high school. I knew that meditation was something that I had to do. But it, this is this is an example of when it sets in consciously and I know everyone who I aspire to be like is doing it. Therefore I should do it. But I don't understand it at I didn't understand that at a subconscious level to where it wasn't a chore when I did it. You know, because my subconscious was like, well, I don't know why. Why? You know, still questioning why. Like it's it's not it wasn't convinced it's not that it wasn't convinced it just didn't know why why are we doing this so every time i did it it was more of a chore when i meditated and i come out of that class on monday and it's that same feeling after i read the book spark where i realized or in the middle of the class i started realizing "Ah, i remember why she had us do an exercise called mindful eating um i've done mindful eating in the past through my through my um, meditation app called Headspace, and that's uh, that's when you uh, you take a piece of food, and um, it might sound weird, but I mean in this case in class we took a raisin, and at first we, I mean we we just looked at it for a little, you know you just look at it, and then you just uh, you touch it, you feel it, but you really feel it, you know you just feel it. And then maybe you smell it, you know, and then you put it in your mouth and you don't chew. You just feel it with your tongue. And you think about what it took for this raisin to get to your hand, how it grew, how it was processed, how it became a raisin after it was a grape and how it was transported to you. And how now it feels in your mouth through all that after all that process, how it feels in your mouth. And then you finally chew it, right? Um, at the beginning of the exercise, because the entire class is doing this, she gave us all raisins. As I'm looking at the, at the raisin, um, I was like, oh, fuck. Um, I've never actually looked. I mean, I've looked at raisins, right? But I was looking at, yo, this is, this is crazy. Like, there's a lot here. There's a lot going on here. A lot of curves, a lot of fucking, like, dips and shit, and it's all wrinkly and shit. But I was actually looking at it, and and it's not about looking at it, right? The idea that came to my head was all the food that I've been eating, not I wonder what it looked like, but this right now, me staring at this raisin, this is an experience that I'm having with this raisin. It sounds fucking crazy, but... Hear me out, hear me out. Me looking at this raisin and being present with this raisin, nothing else is in my mind but the observation of this raisin. This is an experience. And I thought about all the food I've eaten kind of mindlessly throughout my entire life and how 
all of each piece of food, not only the entire meal, but each part of the meal, like each grain of rice, each piece of meat within itself could have been an experience that I could have had with that piece of food, right? Now, I'm not saying that I wish I would have had an experience with each piece of food. What I'm saying is that I had never I had never realized that there was there's like there was endless I don't know what what is what is the word experiences to be had right in front of me the entire time. Do you get me? It's not about the food. At first it was about the raisin. Then it became holy shit. Think of all the food you've eaten and never paid attention to. Think about how each piece of food had an experience. Think about all those experiences you could have had. Think about how there's always billions, infinite experiences to be had right at this moment. Wherever you are, with everything that's in front of you, with all the people passing by, with just yourself, with whatever you're doing where you find yourself. And at that moment is when it's set in. When I realized what mindfulness, well, how powerful mindfulness is. Now, mindfulness, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the act of being aware that you are being aware of the present moment. Do you get me? Or being aware of what's going on right now. So right now you can be aware of what's going on, but then it's as if you're stepping out in a third person view to be aware that you are being aware of what's going on right now. And I realized that that bringing you into the present moment, it's just the power with it is immense. Because not only are, not only is like uh, your problems are your problems of, uh, what is it? Like, uh, there's always problems. There's two problems, right? The future, what I'm going to do in the future. Am I going to have it? Am I going to have that thing that I want? Or there's like regret, the past, right? Why did I do that? Why was I like that? Why haven't I done that? But the thing about being in the present moment, because those two things are... They're endless in your mind. They're endless paths in your mind that lead to nowhere and are created by you. They're not real, you know, because the future, of course, the future is real. You know, the I mean, the future is going to happen, right? But it, you thinking about the future is irrelevant because it has not yet happened. The future will come. But you thinking about what's going to happen is imagination, it is a story that you are telling yourself it is fake. And that that is true. I'm not saying the future is not going to happen. It, of course, it's coming. But the thing is, is that an hour ago, right now was the future. And an hour ago, you were thinking of right now. And if right now you're thinking of an hour that is to come, then the future never really comes, right? But if you're always in the present moment, then these problems go away and you're able to act without the influence of the past or the future because you are just right here, right now, 
This is all there is. This is all there ever will be. Because that moment, those words that I just spoke, is already gone. That is the past. So when my thinking is not influenced by the future, what is to come, and it's not influenced by the past, what I haven't done, then this filtering of you stopping yourself of doing certain things or doing uh, things in a certain way because you're taking into account that imagination of the future and the past, that no longer, that's no longer a thing. And you're able to act upon, you're able to act in the present moment with just with what you have in front of you. Do you get me? And that, that, if you get me, if you get that, that's huge. Because when I got that in that class, I was like, oh, fuck. That is the, that is how I, uh, that is how I become the real me at all times. Every day. Every, every month, every week, at, at every minute. That is how I'm able to be and act like that person who I know that I am, that confident, smooth person who can make anything happen, you know? Then the nervousness disappears and the self-doubt is no longer there because the past is not important and what's going to happen next in the future doesn't matter. And you find yourself in this state of flow, the state of flow that billionaires and and rich people, billionaires and rich people, same thing, right? Athletes and top performers find themselves in the present moment with what you've trained your mind to do, you know, with the training that you have, whether it's dance, no more doubt. You've trained yourself. You know your ability. Now you're going to do this. And then you're going to make this move and you're going to make this move and you're going to say this and you're going to put and your posture is going to be like this because this is all there is right now. And so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, my God. And and this morning, I think Danny was looking at me like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Because I really wasn't talking. Um, But I ever since Monday, it's currently Wednesday. Um. I've, I've been med- meditating more. Um, like I said, it's as if the, like, like with exercise, it's as if the barriers have been lifted and now it's not about, it doesn't feel like a chore anymore. So I do it more often. Yesterday I was in class and I was looking at my friends and I felt like I had just come out of, out of an LSD trip. The thing about an LSD trip is that, or a mushroom trip is that you are completely present afterwards because it's a, you just came back to your reality, right? You were let into this different reality where like it's as if like the curtains were lifted in the play. You were in the back. <laughs> you were in the back room where everything is uh is being produced. And now you come back to the acting and you're just in the present. And and I was feeling really fucking weird and in class cuz I was like what the fuck is going on? And and then it dawned on me, holy shit, I'm really fucking present right now. I'm not thinking about the future or the past. Like, I'm just observing them. And as I'm observing them, it's as if they're acting. I'm like, why are you 
acting and i'm like oh no i'm just being really present but yeah hmm. <laughs> i'm excited I'm excited for what is to come all right um last thing last thing is i'm gonna have a little sorry about that move the mic pretty fast uh thailand story yeah a little thailand story so i remember this uh this one day in thailand i spent a lot of time alone remember um I don't know if I told you this already, but I spent a lot of fucking time alone for the first uh, two and a half months, at least three months before I had met the the Thai girl that I that I dated slash we had a little our love story. Um, before that, I was really trying to find myself. And, and the one day they had they had this festival at the school Um it was like a it was like a pageant as well. So all the schools within the university, right? Like the business school, Chinese studies or whatever, they all um, they all like nominated uh, a couple. It was kind of like a homecoming type of fucking deal. They they nominated a couple and they they um, they went out there. There was a stage and they would go up there and they would just walk in their like dress and then their suit and then they would do like a dance or a performance. But there was also a lot of food and um, it was like student organizations selling food and selling um, um, like, I don't know, shit they made just to make money for their organization. Right. Um, And it was it was fucking cool. It was fucking awesome to be right in that experiencing like a, a homecoming in Thailand. Like I was experiencing this was a big deal for them. Everyone was looking forward to it. Um, and I sit down and I'm, I'm watching this show and I'm like, holy fuck. Cause, cause the girls and the guys that are nominated are like the best looking girls and guys in the school. And I'm falling in love left and right. If you know anything about Caesar, I have a thing for, for Asians. So I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck. What is, where are these girls at though? And so um, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just in awe and and I'm and I love fucking food so I go around and I'm buying food and as I'm going around um there's a I'm going with the student orgs and they're like you get a lot of attention because you're a foreigner right and they're like hey like try this and try this uh Japanese pancake <laughs> Japanese fucking pancake <laughs> Japanese pizza I think <laughs> it was fucking gross I was like what are you giving me it was like it was like potato it's like fried potato and then like mayo on top with like some other sauce. What the fuck? But anyway, there's an, uh, some, I forgot what they were selling. There was this one table and they had like, I think it was a dessert and they had a shit ton of this dessert. Um, and, and they said, yeah, come buy one. Like try it. It's really good. And I bought one and I was like, Hey, that's pretty fucking good. And again, I'm in my state of, uh, I'm like in a, this is my pilgrimage. I'm in this state of this is my pilgrimage, and uh, and I'm finding myself. And so I'm alone, no friends. I mean, I have friends, but I'm not with them at this point. Um, and I don't know why, but in my mind, um, I remember Ryan Gosling. Uh, I was seeing an interview of him, and he's him saying like, um, "Yeah, when when I would walk by like Girl Scouts tables, I would always like my dream was to always like." Uh, go up to them one day and say i'll take them all and so he's he tells the story of how he was able to do that now and how he took them he, he bought like all the cookies 
from some Girl Scout table, but they had a shit ton. And so I, I'm like, fuck, I, I, after I watched that video, I want to, I want to do that. And I'm in Thailand and I'm buying these, like this dessert. And I don't know why it came to my mind. And these guys, like, I don't know. There was, there was a, they were like so happy that I had bought like one thing from them. So I said, fuck it. I mean, I, I can't remember what my thought process was back then, but because now it could be, it could seem ridiculous, but I remember the feeling of like, it felt right. And I said, Hey, look, I want them all. I'm going to take them all. But the only thing is, is that I'm going to buy them all. And you're going to give them all away to these people. And they're like, what? Are you sure? I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're like, but it's like this much money. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm a baller. I'm a fucking baller. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I just said, no, yeah, yeah, it's okay. The only thing is you just have to give them away. And so I buy them all, and they're like, oh, fuck, yeah. And they and they go around, and they start giving them away. <laughs> and I feel really good. And I go to another table, and I, I don't know what the fuck they were selling, but I said, I'll buy them all, but you have to give them away. And they're like, oh, what? Like, it's this much money. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck how much money it is. I'll buy them all, but only if you give them all away to these people. And they're like, yeah. So I buy them all, and then they start giving them away. Um, <laughs> and I sat down, and um, I was with my little dessert. You know, it had like one. I only took one. I was eating it. And I was just thinking of, of how that is the type of thing that I want to do with my life, which is bring a, bring a, bring people value, you know, make the impossible possible, make the, make something out of a movie. You would, you think you would only see in a movie, uh, a reality to where the people are left thinking how the, like, wow. That's crazy. That was awesome. That was an awesome experience. And hopefully they realize that it wasn't it wasn't me, but it was like it's this universe that is fucking awesome and full of possibility, right? And so <laughs> And yeah, that's that's it. I bought just bought a bunch of fucking I was like, I don't know how much I spent. I think I spent like a hundred dollars. <laughs> just buying a a bunch of fucking food and and i i think what i enjoyed was watching them give it away to people who was like who like started enjoying it as well i mean this was this was a selfish act and i i could have done it i should have done it like with somebody else who needed who needed the money more but nah fuck it i just remember that day Um, being alone and it was in the middle of like my mental pilgrimage and saying fuck it i'm gonna buy it all and i bought it all it was one of those moments where i was thinking you're fucking crazy wait why are you gonna buy them all it makes it doesn't even make sense and i'm like but why not what if i did buy them all what if we gave them all away you know spread a little fucking love um so it's more than just buying it all it's about doing something that that was uncommon you know fucking thailand
But all right, uh, I'm going to be fucking late to class. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. A lot of rambling, as always. But I enjoy this. I enjoy this. And 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 like I said before, this is more of a meditation for me. A, a kind of like self-therapy. <laughs> and if I bore you, I'm sorry. I know I pause a lot. Actually, I'm not sorry. I don't know why I said that. I'm really not sorry. If I bore you, well, this podcast isn't for you. But if you enjoy it and and you play with the ideas that I present to myself, because I'm not presenting them to you, these ideas I'm presenting to myself, then then welcome. Thank you for listening. And um, and stick, stay tuned because I have so many more ideas. The mind is infinite. Your mind is infinite. My mind is infinite. And for and I'm always growing. You're always growing whether you acknowledge it or not. So thank you.